hello and welcome to the Stop Shooting All Over Yourself podcast, the place where we myth bust all of the things that we nag ourselves about feeling like we should be doing, um, that we make our feel, ourself feel, our, uh, all right, we're going to try that again. I don't know what happened there. We're going to try that again. Okay. Um, <laughs> welcome to the live recording of the Stop Shooting All Over Yourself podcast. This is take two of my intro because this is what happens when you record a podcast live. Today, we're going to be talking about this idea of being, um, uh, interesting on social media and how important is it, right? How important is it that you be interesting on social media or that, uh, people look at you and be like, Oh my God, she's just so fascinating. I can't wait to see what she's doing next. Right. Um, if I asked you, um, about how interesting do you think you need to be, you probably say you feel like you need to be very interesting. Um, if I was to ask you how interesting you think you are, chances are you would say you don't think you're very interesting at all. Uh, that in and of itself puts us as business owners in a really, really precarious position because if you feel like you need to be interesting on social media and then as a general person, you don't feel particularly interesting, um, that now suddenly you're like, how do I do something that I, that I, like, I have to like, interesting is something I am. I don't know how to be something that I'm not right. And now suddenly you're in a headspace of complete opposition and conflict and your brain is like, I don't want to do this. I'm not writing a post at all, right? So now we suddenly end up not writing the post or we spend the whole day agonizing on what to write um, because we don't know what to say, right? We don't know what to say. So um, so we just either try to throw something out there really, really quick or we, um, or we just don't do anything at all, right? And that's how we end up looking back at our business pages and saying things like, you know, I should be more active. I know that I should do this. Um, I... Ugh. God, I know that I should should be more on my page. I just don't know what to say. And that's where we end up in those spaces. And the, th the problem that we try to solve is the problem of being interesting. What, what can I say to be interesting? And so we go out and we look for things that we think are interesting, right? Or, or would be interesting to other people. And that's just an exercise in futility, right? So we end up here over and over and over again. And we keep trying to solve the problem the same way. But we haven't, nothing's really changed. I'll tell you. I, we've been bashing our heads against the same problem for years and um, it doesn't change anything, right? So the question that is, is if it's not about finding things that are interesting to other people, then what is it, right? So we're going to dig deep into that. So um, let's, I want to talk about galaxy in a galaxy far, far away a long, long time ago. Uh, picture it, um, picture it, uh, 1981, video killed the radio star, first gets played on MTV, right? August 1981, and everybody's super excited, and MTV's great, but if you're uh, my generation, so I'm Gen X, I'm 44, uh, then you remember MTV back in those days, and you remember what the videos were like, and they were pretty bad, like, you know, I mean, it'd be a dark room with somebody just, you know, a light on them, and they'd just be singing or dancing, and some of them didn't even sing or dance, sometimes it was just a light on their eyes, or like, you know, Kate Bush would do some very dramatic, mellow things, or whatever, but like, you didn't really have to do a whole lot, besides just, you know, put your camera up and make a music video. Um, but then over time, viewers got more sophisticated, then video music videos started to become more dramatic. And then you had your, um, Duran Duran, who suddenly starts making these gigantic music videos and things changed and, and so on and so forth. Right. So now the artists that came after that felt like in order for them to compete, they had to make these crazy big music videos as well. Um, Social media is really very similar, right? In that um, we're always trying to one-up whatever happened before, right? And when you see how these patterns kind of emerge, you realize that it's not uncommon to try to outdo whatever other people are doing. Uh, instead of recognizing that there's a market for all different types of music videos, right? So going back to the music video analogy, um, 
there are people who like watching animated music videos. There are people who really like those long story videos like um, November Rain, right? Oh my God, why, why, what happened? Why did they break up? Why, how did they get all the people to the church? I don't know what's happened, but those, that video was amazing, right? We don't, nobody's forgotten that video. Uh, but at the same time, we've uh, seen videos where there's just, you know, one person sitting on a chair um, and the song is just so amazing that it carries the video, right? Because it's just like, you don't, the video is like, it wins the MTV VMA awards because the song is just so compelling, right? Even though it's just a guy sitting on a bench. Um, that also appeals to an audience, but they're totally different. One of them is constantly flashy and crazy and the other one is just quiet and mellow and folksy and, and what have you. Uh, what happens in social media is that media, you know, if social media first comes out and, you know, well, actually forget about social media. Let's talk about Facebook live. Um, you know, it becomes the big thing in 20, between 2015 and 2017, it started to really ramp up. Um, and when it first came out, you know, I mean, the fact that you were going live in and of itself was enough, right? The things that you post or just when social media first came out, the things that you post, they're enough. It doesn't matter what you do at the time because it was so new. Like remember when Facebook first came out and people just poked each other, that was interesting, Right. Oh my God, somebody poked me. I actually remember the first person that I poked and I remember he poked me back. His Aziz, like he poked me back and I was like, oh look, you poked me back. How cool, right? Um, that, when I look back, that's not terribly interesting. But when I was in it and I poked him and he poked me back, that was so interesting, right? Um, what each person thinks is interesting changes from year to year, day to day, moment to moment. It really just depends. So that adds an even extra layer of complexity because now you're like, I'm trying to be interesting to a moving target, right? Now and you can see how impossible it is to be interesting, right? Uh, which is why I say I'm not terribly interesting, right? And, uh, and I'll tell you what, where the frame changes, okay? Wh why we're going to uh, look at it a different way, right? Um, now, let's say you look at, uh, we're going to talk about, uh, uh, we're going to pull back a little bit, okay? So now the people that you see on, on Facebook, right now who are doing well in their businesses, who you look at as a model and you're like, that's the person she's doing what I want to be doing. Right. Um, the, the issue for many of us is, is that we are seeing those people in a time, a particular moment in time in their business that is part of a longer business process, longer business journey, but you're seeing one moment in it. Chances are this moment, if you're looking at them and putting them in a space where you want to be like them, chances are you're looking at them five years or so into their business after they've already worked through a lot of the conversations that we're having on stop shitting all over yourself. Because in order to get to that place, you do have to work through a lot of these mindset issues. Otherwise you can do anything that you want. You'll still find yourself bashing your head against the wall because the mindset is what's holding you back. It's not the activities. It's the mindset, right? So, you're seeing them. You're not seeing their journey from the beginning to now. You're just seeing a snapshot of a moment in time right now and seeing that as your, this is where I want to be. Right. And so when we see that they've figured out a lot of the stuff that you're already trying to figure out. And because you're not seeing their whole journey, you are either subconsciously or consciously assuming that they're in the same part of the journey as you are. Right. So you feel now like you're behind or deficient because look at where she is and look at where I am. Oh my God, I must be a failure. Right. So we're doing that. Or you feel like you need to get where they are ASAP. So she's there. I'm here. I need to get there as fast as humanly possible. So the horrible truth that I'm going to tell you right now, and it's truly not horrible. It just sounds horrible when you first hear it because it's not what you want to hear. And it's not what you, what a lot of us hope for when we start our businesses, which is, um, the fast action coaches, they won't say anyone that tells you, Oh, look, this is how fast you can do this. 
is that there is a process to creating a stable, happy, sustainable, successful business and life. It's a process and you can't skip the process. There's no skipping the process. You can speed the process up. Absolutely. You can speed it up, but it is a process and, um, you don't speed it up by, um, paying people to tell you what to say. Okay. Um, you speed it up by changing your approach to your online business from one of, I need to get there to, I'm always going to be in the process of developing something and moving in a direction. And every step that I take is a successful step. And the reason why that's so important is because in order to get to the space where you feel quote unquote interesting, which I'm using that word just cause that's the direction where we tend to use it, we tend to use, um, there is an element of confidence and optimism that needs to be there, right? And you need to be okay with the space that you're in. And it's hard to be okay in the space that you're in if you feel like you're trying to impress somebody, right? So unless you've actually walked the path to like followed this path that I'm talking about here, you don't realize that the money is actually in the journey. That as long as you're taking the steps, the money will continue to build and grow as you go. The money doesn't come when you get to there, wherever there is. It comes along the journey. You just have to keep staking the steps. But the reason why a lot of people do not make as much money as they want in their businesses is because they don't take the steps because they feel like it's actually one giant leap to there where success is. And they're trying to make that one big leap. And each event or each thing that they do is that they're hoping that that's going to be the one to springboard them into that big leap to that space. Whereas actually what it really is, is you get a dollar every day and you get a dollar more every day. And then by the end of the time, you look back and you're like, oh, look, I'm now making X amount of dollars, making like hundred dollars, I'm making like five hundred dollars, I'm making like ten hundred, you know, a thousand dollars, and I just built it one dollar at a time, and it was so much easier, and I made so much more money than I would have otherwise when I was trying to leap over the process and simply jump into being quote unquote interesting, right? So, um, as long as you're constantly focusing on the distant goal and not paying attention to the steps you're taking now, right. With experimentation and, 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 um, and talking about things in your life, uh, then you're not going to get to a point where you feel quote unquote interesting. We'll come again. We'll really get to the point where I stop talking about it being interesting in a second. Right. So today something interesting happened to me when I went to meditate on the ocean. Right. So I went to the beach. Um, the beach is like five minutes away from, our, from the rental house. So I went to the beach and I was looking off into the distance and I can't remember what I was looking off at. The tide was high and I was looking at some rock or something in the distance that disappears when the tide is, is a certain height, which is pretty cool. It's like an island that disappears every day. So I'm looking out into the distance because it's just peeking up. And I wasn't because I was looking out into the distance. I stepped in the freezing cold ocean water and my foot got wet and my sneakers got wet and, um, that was before I even had a chance to meditate yet. Right. So I meditated with the freezing, you know, cold sneakers and stuff. Right. Because I, I wasn't looking where I was going. I wasn't paying attention to the steps I was taking. I was too busy looking off into the distance. And so I stepped in the really cold water and now I had to meditate with cold feet. That's what happens, right? What you're thinking you're seeing, what you think you're seeing as success is actually one day in the process of someone's business. So the first rule of fight club is to chill out. Stop trying so hard to be something that you see online, trying to be those people, right? Uh, stop trying to be interesting, be engaging, be whatever it is. I just, I want to start before we talk about the solution. I really want to, it'll be really clear the fact that um, what you are is more than enough. 
I promise you, I've been doing this for a really long time. I've worked with a lot of business owners. What you are is more, more than enough for your audience, more than enough. You don't have to be anything that you're not. Um, in fact, it's so much more than enough that as you go through really leaning into yourself, you'll find that there's things that you don't even have to talk about or want to want to share because you have so much of you being enough that you have a, a surplus, a surplus, right? So now, um, let's come back to that conversation about being interesting. I'm finally going to tell you what, I, why being interesting is impossible, right? Because you think these people are interesting, um, because they're talking about a lot of different things and people are listening to them. What you're finding, what you're seeing is not that they're interesting. Okay. Here's what you're actually seeing. You're seeing that they're interested, not interesting, interested. Okay. There is a very big difference between being interesting to other people and being interested in other things, interested in other people. Okay. So I want you to think about, I want you to take a minute right now and think about the things that you're interested in, right? Um, if you can't think of anything, okay, so just think about it for a second. Pause this if you need to. Um, if we're live, you can't pause it, but you can think about it later. Um, if you can't think of anything that you're interested in right now, then that's actually your problem. It's not that you're not interesting. It's not that you're boring. It's that you're bored. You're bored, duh. Not boring, you're bored, duh. Um, so now, because you're bored, you feel boring when you're live. Because you yourself are not feeling engaged in things. And if you don't feel engaged in your life outside of work and, you know, with your family and books and uh, hobbies and activities and, you know, food and just enjoying other things, then you will not feel um, fulfilled and you will not be able to show up the way you want on a life because you're not feeling engaged. Right. So how can you engage others if you don't feel engaged? Right. So I want you to sit back. Right. And I want you to think about the things that you are interested in. Right. Are you interested in um, curling the sport? Right. Um, are you obsessed with The Bachelor or The Big Brother? Right. I, I read the synopses for The Bachelor, like every The Bachelor, 90 Day Fiance, Bachelorette. I read the synopses for all of them. I don't watch any of them, but I read the synopses. I'm super interested in people's sexiest man of the year. Paul Rudd, everybody. It's Paul Rudd. Yes, it is. It's Paul Rudd. He's amazing, right? Um, maybe you love true crime shows. Uh, Katie Gunther, my email marketing uh, manager and a member of the squad, she's obsessed with those true crime shows like Snapped and things like that. She loves it, right? Um, maybe you feel insanely strongly about something like uh, cannabis use or a chronic illness or women being able to breastfeed in public, things like that, right? Um, do you play video games? Is there a TV show that you love? Is there a book or a magazine? It doesn't have to be something crazy. It just has to be something that you like to do or something that you like to engage in. Um, if you have trouble being interested in things, okay? So if you have trouble being interested in things, um, there are a few possible reasons for this, okay? Um, if you have trouble being interested in things, then it could be that you are uh, depressed because if you find it hard to take interest in things in your life, that is a symptom of depression uh, or it could be an underlying illness. So make an appointment to see your doctor, make sure that you're eating enough, like make sure that you're taking care of yourself. It may not seem like this is how all of these pieces that we that you've heard people talking about that when I before before I actually started to see how these pieces fit together. I didn't know why self-care had anything to do with making more money. I was like, this makes no sense. There's no connection. Now I understand exactly where that connection comes from. Um, and uh, 
it's because if you are feeling unengaged or disengaged because of a health issue or a mental health issue or whatever, then you will find it hard to be engaged in things, which means you will find it hard to engage with other people and then want them to engage with you. Right. And so it creates a whole cascade. So making sure that you are taking care of yourself, um, seeing your doctors, making sure that those things are done is really, really, really important. So make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Um, the second thing, is that you're burned out, right? That's another reason why. If you are burned out, then you're not going to feel interesting. You're not going to feel interested. You're not going to feel like you want to do anything at all because you're just so tired and so burned out. You don't really have the emotional bandwidth or stamina to be able to spend time on doing um, anything that just isn't laying there staring at the ceiling when you're not working because you're just so tired. Uh, that's a very, very real and scary space to be in. And it also is a precursor usually to having a lot of health issues. So there's usually a combination happening here. So the first thing that I want to recommend is that you go to hustleproofyourlife.com and I want you to download the handout. Okay. So download the handout at hustleproofyourlife.com. Um, and, uh, what that will do is it'll give you a tool that will allow you to eliminate about, uh, 20 hours from your week of work. And that'll start to give you a little bit more breathing room so that you can start to, you know, once you've had a chance to, to breathe a little bit, uh, then you can start to look around and think of the things you might want to engage in. Um, the key thing about, um, about being interesting slash interest, being interesting slash interested is that, um, when you're interested in things, you want to talk about them, right? So like for a while, you know, I didn't, I had trouble. First of all, I had trouble just you know, posting in general because I was out of practice. So the very first thing, this is solution slash homework time here. Okay. So the very first thing that I want you to know is that it takes practice to get good at doing this. So you're not going to go to like, let's say tomorrow you take up crocheting and you're like, okay, I'm going to make a post on social media. Right. Um, your first post may not get the response you're looking for. The second post may not get the response you're looking for. It's really important to recognize that to that writing on social media to create a conversation takes practice and it takes intention, right? So you, um, your first, your second, your third may not work out exactly the way that you want, but it's a long-term investment. So don't, um, give up on it early. I'm actually, there's actually a stop shooting that's going to come out that we're going to do probably after Thanksgiving, where we're talking, we're going to talk about, um, uh, how many times people actually need to see your content before they're actually going to engage. So a lot of times what you see as rejection is just people maybe not even noticing it. So that's why you have to be consistent, whether you're seeing results or not, you absolutely must be consistent on continuing to do other things in your life and continuing to share about them on your profile and experimenting as you go. Okay. So that's, that's the second thing is it's not enough to be consistent, right? Is that you want to experiment. Now, one thing I just want to say about consistency really quickly is that consistency doesn't mean going live every day or posting every day. The truth of the matter is for you to actually be top of mind, you only need to do three or five, three to five posts a week on your business page, um, on your personal profile. So it's not, you don't need to do a whole lot, but you just need to be present. Okay. It's really important to be present. Um, so you got three to five times a week and then you want to experiment, right? Experiment with length, experiment with tone, experiment with images, pictures, media, and pay attention to the responses without judgment. Don't judge yourself, right? It's totally fine because this is an experiment and you're learning. You are learning just as they're learning. They're learning more about you. You're learning more about them, right? So give yourself the opportunity to experiment and try different things. Um, I want you to think about like anytime you've tried anything new in your life, 
like when you cook a new recipe for the first time, right? You cook the recipe and it may or not turn out exactly the way you want it. And you're like, you take a bite and you're like, mm, no, you know what? This needs more salt. And I think next time I might make it, I might simmer it a little bit more. And I think some balsamic might help. So some salt and some balsamic, and then I'll do that next time, right? So you might play around with it, but you're not going to throw all the marinara sauce out and be like, oh, well, this is junk, you know, toss it out. Like you made the marinara sauce. It's, you know, it's edible. You're going to eat it. And then you're going to make it next time with a little bit more experimentation and you eat it next time. And you're like, yeah, okay, this is good. I can do this, right? You play around with it. You make it work. You don't immediately just toss everything out because things don't work. And I think in social media, because there's such an enormous emotional component, it's easy. It's easier to like just put our heads in the sand and be like, oh, my God, if I just don't look at it, then I don't feel that way. Right. But if you recognize that this is part of the process, right, it's like teething. Teething sucks. Nobody wants to teethe. Babies are always in pain when they're teething. That's why they scream and cry and yell and scream. But the great thing that happens after you teethe is that instead of eating mushy, disgusting baby food all the time, you can eat steak and steak is delicious. Right. So the same thing is true for your practicing of your social media posts in that the more you practice and play around and you know go through your you get comfortable with just sort of going through the process one it actually gets less painful over time and you, it doesn't even matter like it just becomes a thing that you do without any like it's not even like you're trying you're, I can bear the pain you just don't feel anything um, but then two while you are feeling the pain initially you get to eat steak on the other side right so when you get to eat steak on the other side it's delicious and now suddenly you're making money and you're feeling excited because people are engaging with you and you're like this is the best day ever um, but you had to get to the other side of it right um so the we got to practice you're going to experiment um you need to do other things this has to be a priority it, if it can be a spa day it can be a massage it can be hobbies activities it, it can be hanging out with your kids it can be taking a bath you know in like with you know trying trying a new bath bomb uh it can be trying a new recipe it can be trying a new show reading a different article whatever it is it doesn't matter what you do you have to get out there and do new things. You can, and it doesn't, I don't mean outside your house. I just mean do something different from what you're doing right now out of your routine. That is a critical component to changing the way you feel about being quote unquote interesting. Um, going out there and doing something like, um, uh, by the way, uh, one of my friends, Katie, we talked about earlier, she took up sculpting and my God, it's crazy. She's doing all this sculpting stuff and all I, every time she talks about doing clay and whatever, I just think about ghost. Right. Um, and I know that I mean like it's a whole class and everything, but like, that's all I think about. Um, when you take up hobbies or do different things, you start to connect with other people who are doing the same things. And that automatically makes you feel better, which automatically then starts to create more enthusiasm for you when you're live, when you're posting. And over time, your enthusiasm becomes infectious and you start to create communities around the things that you're interested in. So it is a slow process, but once it starts to build on itself, it returns in dividends. It's like a jack in the box. You have to for, you know, spring it down before you can press the button. Otherwise it doesn't work. And the further down you spring it, you pull it, you, you wind it, the further up it goes when you pop it out. Right. Um, and then lastly, be present, right? When you're doing the things that you're doing, do not do them for the purpose of being on social media, do them for the purpose of doing them and enjoying them and being present. Take a couple of pictures, write the post later. You don't need to write the post immediately. You don't need to do anything now. Just make sure you take the picture. You can write the post later, uh, but make sure you are present in your post as well. So don't just make the post to get something up there. People can see through that a mile away and that isn't interesting and it wouldn't interest you and you wouldn't be interested. You don't, you're not interested in that post either, right? That's the thing. That's the key. Are you interested in the post that you're making? If you're not interested in your post, right? Like in, if you're not interested in whatever it is and you can't tell people why you were interested, 
then they won't be interested as well. So it's not really so much about the interesting as much as it's like, I'm interested in this. Let me tell you why. Right. Let me tell you why I'm interested. Right. Um, the pressure to one up whatever was done before you is suffocating. Um, and so many of my clients don't post or even look at their social business because um, they think it's because it's so intimidating because it's so intimidating, even though they know it's not going to solve the problem to not look at their social media. Right. Without without actually having a solution, it's the best option that you have. Right. So if you don't actually have a solution for the way you feel about not feeling interesting, then it's just easier to ignore the problem or just, you know, run over it really quickly, because that's really even if it's a non solution, it's better than the other solution, which is none. Right. But I'll tell you, um, I went through content calendar after content calendar and I tried schedules and I tried prompts and nothing worked until I really started to examine why I was having so much trouble posting um, and what barriers I had erected in my way um, over the years. And most of my clients have done the exact same thing, right? They've done the same thing. So that's where this comes in. If you feel like posting on social media is a challenge um, and you find yourself agonizing over what to say or quickly posting something just to get something out of the way, right? then you know um, you're doing you and your business a great disservice. You are doing your, yourself and your business a great disservice. Rather than spend a lot of time trying to brute force or push through, take a step back and try a different approach, right? And turn it inward. What do you want to do today for fun? What new things would you like to try? And I can promise you, I promise I make this commitment to you right now. It will be less painful. It'll take less time. And people will respond much, much faster and with more enthusiasm when you start talking about stuff uh, you're doing instead of the stuff that you're selling. This is one of those big, big mental shifts that all business owners need to go through uh, before they get ready to take the next step. So be sure to share this podcast with anyone that you know who is having a hard time running their business on social. They will thank you. I promise they will thank you. And uh, don't forget to join us live for this podcast recording every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern time, except for November uh, November uh, 17th, where I will be moving. Uh, my life mission, my life mission is to show women what badasses they are through business ownership. That's my jam. That's what I do. And to help them find joy in the entrepreneurial journey, because it is a journey. Uh, if you want to help this mission along, because I know that you want to help your friends and anyone else who's a business owner, please leave a review for this podcast on the app you're listening to it on. This helps us get the word out faster, because that way we can change lives together. Thank you so much. I will see you guys in two weeks. Bye-bye.